free. <laughs> she wasn't even saying like, yeah. That's funny. All right, welcome back to uh, Sports Headlines. If you guys are new to us, uh, please follow us here on Sportscaster and hit that uh, favorite button on our live streams. Easiest way to support us here again, follow us. Potentially give us a virtual gift or a tip. Uh, easiest way to help us put up better creative content for you guys. We only got 17 more days. Until we have to talk about real sports. Actually, when does baseball start? Like a week next week? Is that right? Yep. Next, yep. Next week. So we got a week. Let's go. It's about time. But uh, so we are here b- reporting some uh, breaking news out of the NBA. Uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, has coronavirus again. He was hugging players in the locker room. That is what happened. I'm joking. Um, but uh, anyway, we have breaking news out of the NBA on the My Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Rayshon Rondo is going to be out six to eight weeks with a, I believe it's a, they said a fractured uh, left thumb or right thumb, uh, per reported by Adrian Wojnarowski. Oh wait, uh, from the Athletic. Oh wait, I forgot he suspended. Never mind. Um, but reported. Uh, I forgot who first broke the news, but anyway, uh, um, but yeah, Woj, dang it, not Woj, Rondo's out, six day weeks, I need a coffee, uh, like DJ Flux 6, except he said he needs a beer, but Rayshon Rondo's out six day weeks with some injury, Warner, how big is one on the Lakers, and really quickly, the season doesn't start for another two weeks. And then they have eight games to play, and they have a six-game lead for, for the first-place five. So how big of an impact will this injury have on the Lakers? Well, um, I don't think it's going to have much of an impact regular season-wise as they finish up that season. But I think the postseason is going to see a larger impact. Um, Rondo uh, has been really – is known for his playoff Rondo uh, status where he really turns it on in the playoffs. That's a real thing. Um, That's a real thing. Yeah, and and his um, his his just his playmaking ability in the playoff goes up about threefold. Um, he he becomes a better scorer, he becomes a better uh, passer, he becomes a better ball handler and a better defender. And he's a really smart player as well, uh, which I think the uh, Lakers team needs. You know, as a, as a leader, when LeBron's not on the floor, he'd be that primary ball handler. So I think it is a, is a significant loss for the Lakers. Um, and then that coupled with Avery Bradley not um, – they're opting out of the of the season's restart, I think is going to be um, a significant uh, loss for, for the Lakers in their playoff success. Um, I think it's a significant loss, but I think we're like – I think the media rather is like over – it's like – I guess overdoing it is the word, like, like over – dramatizing the impact of Rondo like people are like the Lakers why is it why is it just this myth that the Lakers are not a deep team you look at their roster just of guards or just of guards you have uh Caruso Bradley time gone green KCP LeBron's played a lot of the one this year that's at least four guys who can consistently Give you guard play, and now that Rondo's out, my proposed lineup 
Uh, looking at the roster, I maybe go, and you have J.R. Smith. That's five players. Deion Waiters has a play this year, six players. They can give you quality minutes at the at guard spot. I would probably go without Ron. Actually, wait, Rondo's not even going to, he wasn't even probably going to start anyway. So, But if he was, he could probably go LeBron at the one, Danny Green at the two, decide between either KCP or JR the three, and then go AD Javel McGee. You're just as fine. Now, granted, off the bench, you like you pointed out, you missed that that leader and that ball, primary ball handler uh, off the bench that Ray John Rondo was. But this myth that the Lakers are going to struggle without Ray John Rondo, I think it's absolutely Here's the thing, though. Um, I think they will miss his um, ball handling, especially because, you know, when the Lakers uh, don't have LeBron on the court, they're a significantly worse team. Yep. And so if you lose the ball handler, the and especially playoff Rondo quality ball handler, um, it really it, – I think it's a significant loss for that reason. Um, LeBron can't play 60 minutes a game. He might be able to play 40, 40 a game. But, um, you know, the – it, they're going to struggle more, I think, with um, when LeBron's not on the floor, which is going to come back to bite him in uh, these deep series, these six, seven-game series. Yeah, really quickly, I forgot about Quinn Cook. That's six players. And if you look at the 11 players who have been on the roster and played at, like, decent minutes, like 10, at least 10 minutes a game all year, and have been on the team almost all year, uh, those 11 players, Rondo has the worst plus minus on the Lakers with 0.7. And this is a team that is like outscoring team. I mean, like they're, uh, I guess they're, their margin of victory. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, 49. Like, oh, Jesus. Uh, second. Gosh. Um, 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 before it's, I mean, obviously, like, um, if you are a team that is the best team in the world, over there, buddy? I'm great. Yeah. One, two. Good. Just had a little adjustment. Justin, we're good. Uh, okay, good. But for a team that has a seven point, that the margin of victory is 7.4, right? You have a point seven plus minus. Right, and that's the worst amongst the players that have played all year long. Right, so again, I, the, he, he'll have an impact, and luckily for for my Lakers, it's mostly the regular season. If he does miss any of the playoffs, it'll be maybe a game or two in the first round. But the uh, I think the Lakers will be fine. All right, that's it for this topic. We got a couple more for you guys. See you guys in the next live. He could possibly have a year, but uh, yeah, I still because well, right they have they drafted two good receivers. Pretty much. All right, we are back and we're better. That's Jake Cole. Uh, uh, but anyway, we are back. Sports headlines warned did not catch the joke. So lately, there has been a lot of. Uh, great debate behind camera that unfortunately we could not ever get on freaking camera. But guess what? This is interview week. Friday, we are going to have Miss Renee Young. I mean, Miss Renee Washington. What? <laughs> Mr. Wow. Yeah, uh, 
uh, uh, uh, I need I need a coffee. Yeah, yeah, I, I need one bad. <laughs> I don't know where I got young from. But we're gonna have Miss Renee Washington joining us on the show. That will be a YouTube and podcast episode. Um, so make sure you guys go over to our YouTube channel and follow us there. Also, speaking of YouTube stuff, I have some Madden and NBA 2K content coming out for you guys. So please go follow us on subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on our Instagram and IG. I mean Twitter. I'll put those down in the chat after I introduce the topic. Warner, I talk much. Warner. You Warner. Shut up. Warner. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Who are you taking that? Because these are maybe two of the most polarizing, I guess that may be the right word, quarterbacks in the league, um, especially when it comes to our good buddy Warren, who hmm. got so upset. I, I just don't think he likes Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. I mean, like the Aaron Rodgers, Brady stuff, that's fair. But, I mean, Rodgers, Jackson. Also, go vote on my poll. I'll put the link down in the chat as well. But Warner, anyway, take it away. Lamar Jackson or uh, or uh, Aaron Rodgers? Well, here's what you're looking at. You're looking at a um, well. First, let me let me uh, clarify the question. It's Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. Who are you taking this oh. upcoming season? Oh, oh my God, Warner, what what, what happened to your screen? Nothing. Oh, but, um, I, I'm seeing technical difficulties over here. Uh, keep going, I guess. Keep going. Um, but you're looking at who would you rather have this upcoming season with the same team around you, um, a coach that wants to scheme around your strengths? Uh, who would you rather have? Who do you think is going to get you farther into the playoffs um, and potentially win a Super Bowl? And my answer has got to be Aaron Rodgers. Um, not because of my bias as a Packers fan, but um, if you just look at – first – I do want to clarify, Lamar, I do not see Lamar Jackson as a uh, running back or as a quarterback who cannot throw the ball and will never be able to throw the ball. I see him as um, a young, low 20-year-old quarterback, I think he's 22, maybe 23, who is a dynamic runner and also a potentially great passer. So uh, when you take that into consideration, you have the uh, the veteran um, who has got a, a – good arm who's good um, accuracy wise down the field. Um, he can roll out, he can make plays with his legs, but he's not anything special anymore. Um, versus you have this young gun who is a dynamic runner who can create uh, with his legs on the ground, um, but also who doesn't have a, the great, the strongest arm, but is pretty accurate um, in the short and intermediate games when it comes to passing the football. Um, so, I think you got to take Aaron Rodgers. If you look at it, his arm strength is better. His accuracy is better. And even though his accuracy has dipped, he has gotten less accurate. Uh, specifically last year, you saw him missing some throws that he usually does not miss. Um, but he's still more accurate than Lamar Jackson. He has a better football IQ than Lamar Jackson. He's better at reading defenses. He is a better um, decision maker. And he also can... I think he can extend and create plays better than Lamar Jackson for uh, this reason and this reason only. He keeps his eyes downfield. He's a more mature passer in that in that range. He knows when to throw the ball away, when to take a sack. He does not turn the ball over. 
and he doesn't have to, uh, you know, have the, a great running game, as you saw in previous years um, on the Packers. He's never really had a great running game until pretty much last year when it was good. Um, Thank you for using so, the word good. Appreciate it. <laughs> so um, I, I think you have a, a, a more well-rounded uh, quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and so that's what I'm taking. And then when you get into the playoffs, um, assuming you're the team that the base team that we're using is talented enough to get into the playoffs. Once you get there, you see the playoff success. He's played in 18 playoff games. He's won 10 of them. Uh, Lamar's played in only two playoff games, but he has not shown any signs whatsoever of being a, a good playoff quarterback in those two games. And I'm not saying he can't get better, but I'm saying if I need a quarterback for one season – um, and to make the deepest run in the playoffs I, as I can, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. And he also has the clutch gene in the two-minute drives um, that you really like to see. And, you know, here, here's the thing. If you're down or even tied in two-minute drive, you're going to want to take the lead because you don't want the coin toss in overtime to decide who wins the game. Like the Chiefs in 2018. Exactly. The Patriots won the coin toss, the game was over. So um, you don't you don't really want a running quarterback, a running specialist quarterback. You want somebody who can pass the ball because you don't really see teams run the ball um, or even, you know, they, they really don't throw over the middle of the field unless they have timeouts or significant time because they want to get the clock stopped and uh, with, with less move, with, with his a little time coming off the clock every snap. So they're aiming for the sidelines. They're trying to get out of bounds. And if they do get tackled in bounds, they're using a timeout for coming up and spiking the ball real fast. And so you don't want a running quarterback to be leading that drive, especially when his passing does come into question. Okay. Uh, you took like five hours. Um, but all seriousness, first off, Warner, you're a Packers fan, right? I am. When was the last time Aaron Rodgers threw – at least 10 interceptions. Honestly, I'd have to look that up. Well, let me get back to you on that one. It's been a while. It's been, it's been 10 years since Aaron Rodgers has thrown at least 10 interceptions. Matter of fact, he's only done it twice. His rookie or his first year starting in 2010. Here, here's, here's one thing I do want to say. He has been injured two of those years, so it's been eight full seasons. Uh, but, or, or you could say nine full seasons if you combine those two into one season. But uh, go ahead. Now, really quickly, I disagree with the uh, the accuracy point. I think if his arm strength is the same and his accuracy is about the same because he, he showed us he's still accurate, completing almost 72% of his passes in the playoffs last year. It's, it's the uh, – it's the arm strength that I think has dipped down a little bit for him. But it's crazy. The, in basketball, in basketball, there's players like Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, James Harden to a lesser extent. They just get disrespected for absolutely no reason other than the fact that we're tired of seeing them be so freaking good. That's honestly the only reason why LeBron hasn't won his fifth MVP yet. That's honestly the only reason why Bleacher Report ranks Russell Westbrook 20 freaking second in the top 100 players list, and Chris Middleton and, and Jason Tatum are 10 and 11. Uh, you know I love me some Jason Tatum, but there's no way I'm putting Jason Tatum above Russell Westbrook right now. 
now. Or Chris Middleton in the top ten. Or Chris Middleton in the top ten. Like, who does that? He, don't don't get me wrong. He's a good player. He's an all star quality player, but ten. Like, like, come on. Like, whoever made that list, I forgot who made the list. They need to be fired from Bleacher Report. You know, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a trend on Twitter. Okay, I'm gonna start it. Fire that guy. I'm. That's what I'm that's, gonna say. Whatever his that's name. A terrible is. hashtag. I don't know what his name is. That's okay. a terrible hashtag. Hashtag fire that guy. Hashtag fire that guy. But. Well, okay. while we're at it, though, has to uh, fix Madden franchise. Let me shut that out yet. Yep. Um, now, back to Lamar Jackson, right? I don't. I know the argument's gonna be, well, hey, it's a small sample size. Okay, you want a small sample size? I'll give you a small sample size. Lamar Jackson's played in two playoff games in two years, right? Aaron Rodgers played in two playoff games last year. So let's compare <laughs> the past two playoff games. Let's let's compare these right. Lamar Jackson, 0-2, 51% completion percentage, 559 passing yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, 11 sacks in two playoff games. And his uh, quarterback rate is 68.3. And, I mean, he 279.5 yards per game. And that's mainly because of that Titans game. He had to throw the ball for a dang on much. Aaron Rodgers in two playoff games this year. 71.2, well, one and one, beating the, the, the Seahawks and losing to the Niners. Both teams are better than the two teams Lamar Jackson lost to. My Chargers from 2018, sadly, and the, the uh, Titans from this year. One and one, 71.2% completion percentage, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, five, I, I, Forgive us that 569 passing yards, 284.5 yards per game, a 104.39 quarterback rate. Hmm, Warner, which quarterback sounds better? <laughs> um, I, I think I've got to go with um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's the quarterback that sounds better. Okay, and. Now, not not trying to dog on Lamar, but he has some great qualities about him, right? He actually has an, a pretty nice arm strength. But when it comes to the – he's like the best Sean, Sean, can, can, I, can I say something? It may be a little unfair to compare Aaron Rodgers' last two playoff games to Lamar Jackson's first two of his career, which are also his last two. So, so let me read off uh, Rodgers' first two seasons of starting playoff games. Ready? Okay. So in 2009 – he uh, started one playoff game. He, th- he completed 66% of his passes, 423 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. And then in 2010, which was his second year starting playoff games, he won the Super Bowl. He won all four games. He completed 68% of his passes. He threw for one, almost 1,100 yards in four games. He had nine touchdowns and two interceptions. Wait, timeout really quick. Just to, put th- just to make things a little bit more fair. Since you know they were both young quarterbacks, first two first two seasons being in the playoffs, and also I do want to say this Ravens team from last year was better than the Packers twenty ten Super Bowl. Maybe the in it, the Ravens maybe had the best offensive line in football, and so Lamar was more protected. And this is with him being a runner. So with him being a runner, he should naturally have more sacks. He had twenty three sacks last year. Aaron Rodgers was sacked thirty six times. And the year before that, 49 times. Just to put things in perspective, you're, you're, you should 
like naturally, you would think the running quarterback who's running for a thousand yards would get sacked more. No, it's it's a lot less. Um, and really quickly, I just want to end it on this. We got to we got to kind of speed it up a little bit. Aaron Rodgers in the past two years. His interception percentage was 0.3 in 2018 on a freaking bad leg with one leg. He had a 0.3 interception percentage. And then this year, he had a 0.7% interception percentage. He has the greatest uh, touchdown. Oh, my gosh. The disrespect is ridiculous. All right. Let's transition into a new game here on Sports Headlines. The price is right. Nah, <laughs> I, I think we can make a game out of that, but that's for another episode. Now it's time for ultimate NFL quarterback street fighter. So here's how we do it. I I, I know. Ignore the name. Um. So here's how we're gonna do it. The 16 court best 16 quarterbacks. Kind of self-explanatory. Almost like a bracket. Um. So round one, first matchup of round one, Josh Allen. Versus Patrick Mahomes. Is there even an argument for Josh Allen? I think there is, and you've made Josh it. Allen is a more dynamic runner. Actually, that's 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 one of two arguments. And may have, and he may have a purely stronger arm. He may have the strongest arm in the league. Now, Patrick Mahomes has a ridiculous arm on his own, but uh, Josh Allen may have a stronger arm. Yeah, I, I think that may be the only argument. Like Patrick Mahomes, I mean. It's for it's self-explanatory. Don't, don't don't try to make something out of nothing. It's very self-explanatory. He's way more accurate. Uh, he has more weapons, sure, but I mean, five thousand yards. I mean, there's uh, like a a handful of quarterbacks that do like Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan. I mean, yeah, Matt did it once, and Drew Brees. That's pretty about the only quarterbacks in the league that have done it. So don't try to just the most, the most yards. Speaking of uh, our last topic, the most yards Aaron Rodgers has done for is forty six hundred in his uh, twenty eleven season. Yeah. So that was his first MVP. No, that's the fifteen in one year. The year you mm-hmm. guys should have freaking won the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, that would have been back to back too. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been back to back. Oh man, forty five touchdowns, six picks. That would have been special. Now, what I will what I will compliment about Josh Allen is um, hold on really quickly. Now, yes, his fumbles are terrible. He had fourteen fumbles last year. That needs to come down, like a lot. But in terms of, like interceptions, it's dropped. He had he had nine. He's definitely improving as a as a quarterback. He is becoming a more polished passer and a smarter passer as well. Yeah, and and. Giving him Stephon Diggs, I think it's really going to help give him a credible threat. He's probably a top five route runner in the league. Definitely top ten. Um, but, yeah, so I think it is conclusive. It's conclusive. What in the world is that? Patrick Mahomes is worse than Josh Allen. Josh Allen's moving on. I'm joking. Sleeper MVP talks for Josh Allen. They go eleven and five like a predicament. He throw four thousand yards. He could be a sleeper. Not that a was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, I mean, getting to the floor. When, when you got Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes in your uh, conference, it's pretty hard to win MVP. True. And Russell. And when you have Drew Lock in my pick to win. And I when you have Drew Lock, oh my gosh! Oh, how could I forget? 
It drew luck. Wow. Um, maybe because he hasn't even started a full season. Yeah, I, I am so disappointed in myself. How could I forget him? Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right, but anyway, we got, I think, two Hashtag more. fire that guy. Hashtag fire that guy. We got two more for you guys, I believe. Uh, thank you for telling us the most authentic places for us. I'll see you guys in 30 seconds.